Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Power Life TV broadcast. Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. Here to give you another great broadcast. It is Monday. Think about it. Good morning. Think about it. You had to think about what day it was. I had to think about it. I had no problem. Yeah, no problem. Knowing what day it is yeah, today. Yeah. Well, we we just came off of an awesome weekend. Yep. Yep. Good weekend. Uh, yesterday was our, our Sunday service, and we had a good, <laughs> good time out in that wind. Oh yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah, the Lord sent a breeze. Sent a I cool mean, breeze. I'm like, yeah. You know, you cool can breeze. pray for something like that and receive it. Yep. You know, even in the middle of summer. Yep. Yep. It was good though. It was good. Uh I do know that uh a few people that tried to watch the broadcast yesterday say it was a little bit of little bit of a, a distortment. And so it really yeah, yeah, the the sound was bad. But um so we're trying out some new stuff. Okay. I'm trying out a mic on the uh camera. Uh, let us know how things sound. Yeah. Let us know how it sounds. Um, today we are going to go back into the subject of relationship priorities. Yeah. And we're just answering the question, who's first in your life? Mm -hmm. Who do you love? Mm -hmm. You know, who do you honor with what's first and what's best right. of yourself? Yeah, that's right. Great question to ask, right? Yep, that's right. So, um uh good morning to some people online let's see uh we have latasha tone we have felton joseph we have carla bro uh, i have robbie on my line robbie's on youtube yes. uh make sure you share the video get it out to as many people as you can yes. we're still trying to figure out if the if the sound is okay so if you could let us know how things sound let us uh you know give us a quick report back Synapses. yeah what is uh is robbie saying anything about it uh, she said she's looking forward to receiving. Amen. Okay, well, I, I think she can hear. Yes, she can. Things are good. <laughs> Things are good. All right. So we got some hearts and some thumbs up, so I think we're good. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we're talking about, let's go back to the scriptures that we always read out of Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. And it says, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother. Hmm. And be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Uh, and they were both naked, the man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. Matthew 19, 5 through 6 says this. And, and uh, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So that they are no more two, but one flesh, that therefore... What, what therefore God had joined together, let no man put asunder. So we're dealing with some things here that I call matters of the heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, we, we were just listening to a particular minister and uh, he was talking about, is your heart healthy? Mm. And I thought that was a, a good, a good title for a message because out of the heart comes all issues of life. Yeah. But out of, out of the heart also comes, um, uh, adulteries <laughs> out of the heart comes betrayal that comes out of the heart yeah. you know uh out of the heart comes um dissatisfaction mm. so you know let's deal with some things today about becoming one in god one in his love mm -hmm. and i believe that if you can become one in god one in his love then it, it does something to your heart it protects your heart mm -hmm. it keeps your heart so that i believe 
when you when your heart is right, you'll you'll have a, a good relationship with your spouse, good relationship with your children. Um, uh, we talked last week about how to properly love ourselves. Yeah, proper love of self. You know, so yes. so I feel like if 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 you don't have good God's love in your heart, then a lot of other things will start coming out of your heart. So mm-hmm. let's deal with some things. Uh, you want to go back to what we were dealing with last week? Sure. Uh, I wanted to make a statement because when we read Genesis 2 and 24, we cannot miss the fact that Adam and Eve, you know, the, God was basically addressing Adam and Eve when he said, Therefore shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave unto his wife. Well, Adam and Eve did not have a mother or father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just shows the wisdom of God in knowing that there would be a relationship and a um, a priority struggle in the life of man. Wow. But what wow. you prioritize is consistent with what's m- most important to you. Mm-hmm. Make no mistake. You want to know what's important to a person? Check out these things. And, and our subject matter, we are under the heading of uh, we cannot claim to love God with lip service mm. and good intentions, mm-hmm. but rather our behavior toward God is a result of true respect to God as the author of our lives. But, you know, how we conduct ourselves is consistent with what's most important yeah. to us. Yeah. So yeah. we have to look at behavior to find out what's most important to a person. And, you know, a lot of times when we examine a person's behavior, we find out that they are selfish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be labeled as selfish. Yeah, that's right. Nobody wants the character quality of being selfish. Mm-hmm. So then we have to look at things. We have to even look at ourselves and say, how is the love I have for you measured? Mm-hmm. How can you tell whether mm-hmm. or not I love you? Mm-hmm. Well, let's look at, and we mentioned these things last week. Number one, sacrifice. What will I give up to meet your needs? Number two, time. Who you spend your time with or where you spend your time is consistent with where your priority is. Mm -hmm. Number three three was energy. Yeah, come on. How hard will I work to meet your needs? That is consistent with where my priorities are and what or who I love the most. Mm -hmm. Where do I spend most of my energy? Yeah, come on. And then we didn't talk about this last time, but we're going to talk about this today. This is a big one. Attitude. Mm. Y'all are like, I can't believe she said that. Mm -hmm. No, it's huge. (laughs) It's huge. You know, we were talking about this yesterday about how our attitude uh, will present our altitude. Mm -hmm. How how, how high do you want to go in this relationship? Right. You know? Right. Because some people may, may... uh, fit the sacrificial, you know, yeah, measurement. They, they may meet them. The yeah. time, yeah. The energy, but then the attitude is wrong. Uh, yeah. Have you heard the song? Your mind is here with me. your body is here, here with, with me. me. Yeah. But your mind is on the other side of town. Mm-hmm. Well, that was an old song mm-hmm. that came out. I don't know in the seventies or eighties or something. Mm-hmm. But it was saying yeah, that so yeah. you're only here with me. You're only present with me in body. But I already know that your heart is not with me. Mm-hmm. Or in other words, your attitude mm-hmm. tells me that you're not really with me. You know, uh, love. The word love. 
it has a bunch of meanings in the Greek, but right. the, the unconditional uh, agape love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This love, I believe, touches all of these points. Right. You right. know, you know, energy, time, sacrifice, attitude. Now, when I think about unconditional love that I have for you, I may have a bad day, mm-hmm. you know, at work. But when I come home, my love for you mm-hmm. says I sacrifice my feelings. I sacrifice right. my emotions. Right. And I'm not going to take out my bad day on you. Right. You know, my attitude towards you is that I want to mm-hmm. love you. I want to be uh, one with you. I want to be happy with you. So I have to create. We talked about this yesterday. Have to create this happiness, an atmosphere. I have to create this joy, this atmosphere of joy. And the way I can do it is by by praising. Right. I think praise really changes your attitude. Mm -hmm. It does. It It changes your attitude. You know, uh, even when, and I say this, ladies, as you know, uh, one of the biggest, uh, I guess, love languages of a man is respect. Mm. You know. Mm And and when you show him a proper attitude, let's say you're home and he's just come in for work, by giving him, you know, love and adoration, by telling him how happy you are to see him, you know, mm-hmm. you know, how was your day? Did you work hard today? You know, taking care of his needs. I I tell you, that will cause a man to walk in a love. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then for men, you know, instead of coming in and 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 fussing at the wife because she left the shoes on the floor. Mm-hmm. Why don't you come in and help her with the dishes, help her with the children, you know, help her, help her with her day. And so you, you have to have a proper attitude if you're going to walk in this love. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I really, I really believe, and I, I had to learn it because I felt like if I'm feeling bad, then everybody needs to feel bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, if, if I'm not, if I'm not happy, then everybody don't need to be happy. <laughs> I just, just how I, I, I thought of things. And that's a very selfish way of looking at things. But if you look at this word attitude, it says my pursuits and interests, uh, the things, the wants, the desires, such as hobbies, friends, school, parents, a project, uh, a, a talent or a business, etc. These things, what, how am I pursuing it? What is my attitude? Why am I pers- while I'm pursuing these things? Right, right. And so we, we began yesterday, we were on the phone, you know, it's amazing how on Sunday, at times we'll call our minister friends, you mm-hmm. know, or they'll call us. And we got on the phone yesterday with one of our friends, Delmar Coward, and just one of, you know, our, uh, the friends that we have who has been consistent, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we just, you know, love them to life, you know, yeah. and we were talking about ministry now on this particular day, you know, it's Sunday, Delmar had just preached in two different locations, mm-hmm. you know, traveled a great distance from one church location to another. And on the phone, you can hear in his voice that he was tired from the physical, you know, exertion that Mm -hmm. is put into ministering the gospel now. And so, you know, some people would think, well, you know, then he he must have really been, you know, kind of resenting his service to God, but that is not how he felt. No, that's right. Come on. That is not how he Come felt. And on. we began, you know, to just talk back and forth and we began to speak on the subject of Jacob. Mm-hmm. Jacob worked. Now, many of, of us are familiar with the story, for, but for those who are not familiar, 
uh, Jacob basically in the Jewish culture, you had to bring a dowry mm-hmm. for your wife. In other words, you gave a, a monetary amount to the wife's family mm-hmm. uh, for for your bride. Mm-hmm. And this man, Jacob, loved Rachel from the moment she, he basically asked God to show him who is my wife. And the Lord gave him a supernatural ability to see who his wife, his future wife, wife would was, be. Yeah. And he immediately felt the love for his wife that he was supposed to. Mm. But what he did not have was the physical means to marry her. Mm -hmm. So he agreed to work for seven years. And his father-in-law was a trickster. Mm -hmm. And so his father-in-law tricked him out of his wife by giving him another wife, Mm -hmm. one that he did not want Mm -hmm. to take as a wife. Mm -hmm. And so Jacob worked another seven years. Yeah to actually be able to pay the diary for his wife. Mm-hmm. And um, he didn't feel like he overpaid Mm-mm. because his attitude yeah, was right. That's right. Was right. Mm-hmm. His attitude was that mm-hmm. she was worth it. Mm. His attitude. And, and we made the statement speaking with Delmar that it's physical exertion, but it's easy. Yeah, that's right. Why was yeah. it easy? Because of the prize. Yeah, come on. Because of the prize. And what makes our marriage easy is not that there's no work involved. Preach. Mm, but our attitude is that it's easy for us to be married to each other. Mm-hmm. Why? Because of the prize. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You know... You made this statement while a while back. You cannot have a good relationship and be selfish at the same time. You cannot. You cannot. <laughs> and when you're in this thing called cleave, mm. leave and cleave. That means that means separate yourself from your former priorities and work on this new priority. Yeah, so good. But the it's the willing and the obedient. That eat the good of the land. It's the mm. willing and the, and the obedient. That that uh, I was looking for the scripture actually, um, Isaiah one and nineteen. It says, "If you are willing and obedient, mm. you shall eat the good of the land." Um, the the I'm trying to pull it up in a New Living Translation, and it's just not pulling up. But it it it, it talks about. Being willing and obedient, Jacob was willing. Yes, it says in Genesis 29 and verse 20. So Jacob worked seven years for Rachel, yeah, but it only seemed like a few days. Yes, exactly. He loved her so So much, much. right? Right, that's good, yeah. And 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 so, it when you become willing, God supernaturally, yes causes the time element to be shortened. It, 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 what, what would feel like, what seems like a long time would feel like a short time. Yeah. You know, what feels like, what what, what is 26 years mm-hmm. only seems like a few years to me. Right. It only feels, it feels like we've been together for a few years. Right. Because our, our marriage is still fresh. It's, yeah. It's still, it's still uh, young. Young. We're still vibrant, you know. We we have fun together. Yes, and we made a. Remember, do you recall that when we first got married, 
we said that we would stay on the honeymoon. Stay on the honeymoon. That's that right. We would never get off the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that for some people that would indicate sexual encounter, mm-hmm. but that's not what we meant. That's right. That's right. Come on. What we meant when we said that we would stay on the honeymoon is that we would stay. Our attitude in marriage would be that we are blissfully in love, Mm -hmm. not just tolerate, Mm -hmm. just tolerating being married Mm -hmm. until we can get to a more uh, desirable time. Mm -hmm. That's not where we were. Our attitude was that we we would remain consistent in our blissful love for each other. Now, when we first got into ministry, there were challenges to the blissful love that we had because, Mm -hmm. you know, ministry was, you know, how ministry really is. Mm -hmm. The pressures of ministry, it was kind of a shock to us. The amount of energy, the amount of... uh, uh, that it takes out of you yeah. at times, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not saying anything negative about the calling because the calling was the best thing that God could have ever done with our lives. But I'm saying that there was a physical toll mm-hmm. and that there were some things that, you know, caused us to, you know, bump heads. And it was just so unusual for yeah, us to not be blissful. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do? Your attitude is that I go back. Mm, I go back. So good. So good. Yeah. I go back to what we've always said that mm-hmm. we would be on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And so we had to get back on the honeymoon. That's right. And we had to be willing. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one thing to say, you right. know, I love you. Right. But it's another thing to, to say, I'm willing to. I'm willingly sacrificing for you. I'm willingly showing you time. I'm willing you give I'm willingly giving you energy. We're talking about attitude right now. Right. And 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 <laughs> this was so funny. The other day we were in a uh, store and I just came up behind you and just started hugging you. Yeah, you, know? you sure did. <laughs> yeah. And, Which is not unusual for me and you. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the lady the lady said, you know, well, why is that? boy hugging you know and i'm like wait hold on <laughs> because i think what she thought was um a, a person coming up to their their parent to give them a hug but right. that's not what it was she said <laughs> when i saw your face i was like oh that ain't no that ain't no little child ain't you no know? Kid. <laughs> but she said it, it just so marked her that we would show pdas oh public displays of yeah. affection. It, it just marked her so what do we do we we're we are testifying now. Yeah, right. To the world yes. that there is hope. If you have the proper attitude right. in your relationships, there's hope for you to have a good relationship. There's hope for you to have a good marriage. Mm-hmm. There's hope for you to have a good relationship with God. Right. There's hope. And sometimes what we'll do is we'll say, Why should I have a good attitude? Yeah, that's right. My spouse does not yeah. have a good attitude. So then instead Mm. of the word being the standard that determines our attitude in marriage, then the other person's behavior becomes the standard. Mm -hmm. And it's like this, you've already made a commitment. So then your attitude has to remain consistent with the word. That's good. And so, you know, my pursuits, my interests, the things I want and desire, uh, such as my hobbies, my friends, my school, my parents, a project, a talent, or a business, 
that I make more important than you measure, measure my, my priorities. Yeah. Well, if God is first place yeah. and his word is first place and I make it second place determined by the circumstance, then you have to wonder, mm-hmm. was God really the priority in the first place? It's so interesting that we can have great attitudes about some of these pursuits that you just mentioned. Oh, man, I don't care who comes against it. Yeah, we can have a great attitude about it. You know, we have a great attitude about our job, even though we may hate it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can have a great attitude. Why? Because uh, the money that's involved with it, you know, me being being able to make a living that's involved. You can have a great attitude about it. Or you right. can force yourself to have a great attitude about right. it. Right. So, you know, I had a thought this morning and I was recalling a time. There was a time that I was teaching at a Bible school, not our Bible school, but I was teaching at a Bible school. And I had a woman who, through another professor, asked, well, I, I want to tithe, but my husband does not want to tithe. What do I do? And I said, well, um, honor and obey the one who's most important to you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the thing about that is that we fight for things that are most important important to us. It's no question that if your husband wanted to harm your children, that Mm -hmm. you would fight for the safety of your children. That's right. Uh, If you had a hobby or interest, you would fight for your ability to pursue your hobby or your interest. Or else if you felt very strongly that you should work, you would fight for your ability to go to work. Maybe you have a relationship with your parents and your husband is opposed. You fight for your ability to remain in a relationship with your husband. So a lot of times what we see in relationships is you will fight. Some people are more consistent with their relationship with Starbucks Mm, mm. or McDonald's. And when Mm. a situation arises that presents a loophole Mm. to honoring and prioritizing your relationship with God, you easily give in. Yeah are not so easily given, mm-hmm. whichever it is. But the, the thing is, the fight is not the same mm. for your for your number one priority in life. Now, it's no question you should fight for your children. That's so good. It's no question yeah. you should fight for the relationships that mean something to you. Mm-hmm. But what about your ability to honor God? Mm-hmm. Do you fight for that? Mm-hmm. Wow. When so your good. spouse is in opposition, yeah, or do you, or do you just say, "Well, God knows my heart"? Yeah, or do you, yeah, do yeah. you honor Him with lip service? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you, do you have eloquent words for Him because He understands yeah. eloquent? Mm-hmm. You know, people often uh, repeat the verse that man sees the outward appearance, but God peers into the heart of man. Well, God really does peer into your heart. Yeah. He knows your heart. He already knows. He knows your heart. And so you can, you can often, you know, fool people with eloquent words, but you cannot fool God. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to just address something. Somebody said, well, what is the heart? I'm not talking about the blood pump. Right. You know, the organ. I'm not talking about the organ. We're talking about (laughs) Your core being, your belief system, mm-hmm. uh, the part of you where where it, it basically guides you, it 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 it, it leads you. Um, a lot of us, we say we love God with our mouths, mm. but our heart is far from us, right. far from Him. Um, and, and you say, well, what does that mean? You know, you may be heartbroken because you believe something was going to happen. 
let's say whether it's in a relationship or uh, money wise or whatever, you just thought something was or in your body. You thought something was going to happen. You pray, you believe God, and it seemed like God failed you. Ooh. Well, now it does something to your heart. Wow. You know, it does something to your attitude. Right. That is good. It changes how you see things. And yeah, so that's a good examination. Yeah. So, so what do we do? What do we do in that moment? We, we, we slowly turn our priority towards things that we feel like will take care of situations. Right. right. You know, the one you worship is the one that you feel like is going to take care of your needs. That's right. You will worship the one who you believe yeah. will yeah. take care of your needs. That's who you're going to worship. And you say, well, I'm, I'm not worshiping my job. Well, sure you are. well, if you put your job, yeah, you know, it's like, I'm not, that I'm not saying that everybody on the line yeah, is yeah. worshiping their job. Yeah. I'm saying if your attitude is your attitude, how's your, your attitude? Actions, if your actions reflect it, mm-hmm. then you have to go back to the drawing board and examine mm-hmm. your attitude. Mm-hmm. And you know, our attitudes have been shaped by the way we were raised. raised. You know, I know I was raised in a mindset that you know, and I, and really, honestly, when I worked, I had a great work ethic, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, and I believe it's important to have a great work ethic. Why? Because we're children of God and we should exemplify his characteristics. So good. Even in the way that we attend our jobs, the way we, you know, uh, go to school, we should, you know, we should do our very best not to show off, but yeah. to show who he is yeah. in our life. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, attitude. Mm hmm. And, and and you know we we think about we think about other things that like I said you you turn you slowly turn your heart away from God even though you can tell God you love Him right you know you you slowly turn your heart away from God with your attitude and you start worshiping other things and we talked about we're talking about priorities we're talking about oneness we're talking about matters of the heart mm-hmm. you know. Out of your heart will flow the issues of life. Right. And so if, if what you're seeing today is is a place is is, is is a place you don't want to be, things you don't want to see, then we have to go back to how are we serving God? Yeah. How are we in our relationship with our spouse? You know, yeah. if, 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 if your attitude is, you know, every time I try to do something good for that woman, she always do this, this, this and that. Mm-hmm. Well, it, you, it may not be you. It may not be her. You see right, what I'm saying? Exactly. It may be, it may be. How is your attitude while you're doing what you're doing? Mm. Well, I tell her I love her, but how are you telling her you love her? Exactly. I give her things. Well, how are you giving her things? Yeah. How? Where is when you give her things? Is it here? Take this. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and and well, you, I bought you some flowers. Well, you know? at least I did it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Attitude has a lot to do with your altitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to go back, come back here tomorrow and talk some more because we have a kind of a big subject here on this thing called attitude. Yeah, and we've I, not even scratched the surface. Yeah, so. and I pray that you 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 learn something today. And and type in the comment section areas of your life where you feel like, you know, your attitude was wrong, but now you repent. You want to get it right. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to get back to the things of God, the things of good relationship. You put things in front of God. Right, you know, right. Uh, subconsciously, and 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 now you just want to turn back. Repentance is the best way right. to, to to turn back. You know, are you forgiven? Of course you're forgiven. Mm-hmm. Of course you're forgiven. God loves you, but but repentance does something to your heart. Yeah, 
It does something to your mind. And, and you know, anytime that my wife and I make a mistake <laughs> towards each other, we're quick to say, I apologize. Yeah. You, I'm, I'm sorry. You know what? I, I see I yeah. see that I blew it. Yeah. yeah. I see that I messed up. It's not hard. Yeah. We make it hard because we have prioritized ourselves. That's right. Our attitude that's is that self is best. Yeah. But you know, the Bible says that God abhors the proud but gives grace, grace. Yeah, to the to humble. The humble. Mm. What does that mean? He favors you when you're humble. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, so God so wants good. us to have a humble approach. Yeah. You know, toward him and toward the things that pertain to him because he wants to bless our life. But as long as we have a selfish motivation and a stingy mindset, he is he can't bless that. Yeah. He can't bless what's already cursed. Yeah, that's so good. Well, we're gonna stop right there. We pray you receive this word today. Amen. Coming back tomorrow, we're gonna be talking some more about priorities. I got a great word from Robbie. I just want to squeeze this in real quick. She wrote this Isaiah one and 19. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. That's in the NIV. That's such a great scripture to be reminded of. If you are willing and obedient, you will do what? Be blessed. Basically is what it's saying. Amen. Amen. So we love you. Let us bless you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The The Lord Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time.